Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Now, I'm very lucky to be interviewing a very special lady. Now, this lady I've been connected to on LinkedIn and she reached out to me. So we're going to learn lots of wonderful things. Now, this interview has been in the diary quite a while, probably about six weeks ago, I think we set this up. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how we can share this information with you. So it's my absolute pleasure to introduce you to Sabrina Hall, who is a limitless coach. And I'm sure we're going to find out a lot more about what that means during this interview. Welcome, Sabrina. Lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Charlie. It's also an honor for me to be here with you and share my story and getting to, yeah, inspire people hopefully as well. And uh, I'm very honored to be here with you. So thank you very much for the invite. Thank you. I am so looking forward to this. I mean, just the the brief chat we had before we started recording the podcast, there's already loads. I'm thinking, yes, I want to learn more because it just sounds so fantastic. So with that, I'm going to just literally launch into the first question. Sabrina, can you describe your career path to date, please? Yeah, I think it's it's quite an interesting one, really, because I've, I've moved path, like I've changed career so many times. So you can hear by my accent that I'm French. I am uh, 40 years old, but I came in the UK when I was 20 years old, so quite some time ago, 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> At the beginning, I wanted to be here for 10 months and to learn English and to get a sense of the culture, to get new connections. And after 10 months, I just, I just ended up living here because I loved it so much. And you know what it is, you know, when you are getting used to something, you are building connection. The relationship that you have are getting deeper. Your work is better. Everything is enhanced, you know, as, as you stay in a country that, you, that is not your country in the first place. But learning the language and getting better at it make it more, you know, make it easier for you yeah. to connect and for you to improve as a person and better yourself. So I really started, um, I'm not going to go too much in detail, but I started doing like little jobs because my English was not so good. So I worked as a chambermaid, I worked as a bartender, as a waitress, um, I worked in cafes, pubs, and then I started to work um, in areas that were a bit more of my um discomfort like I was in an uncomfortable um, zone working in a pub and getting to know people that way um, being face to face more often yeah. um, I've jumped to worked in um, charity fundraising so working on the street and convincing people to, to sign up for a charity and to get on a monthly monthly direct debit. And that was very challenging for me because my English was not so, it was good, but it was not amazing. So I learned so much in that job. I learned how to convince people to commit to a good cause as well. Yeah. And that was very rewarding. After that, I worked in the office, working in the, in the payroll industry. And then after that, I was made redundant, sadly, but then what that gave me was a chance to a chance to work at a different place and having um, a better salary and having other skills that I could learn. So I still carried on in that same industry, working in the payroll industry. And I did that for four years. And then I got promoted and I, I left my work as well. I had a, quite a stable job there, but I really wanted to go traveling for a year. That was my dream. And so I left, I quit my job, I quit, I left my flat, I saved some money and I just went on this massive adventure, life-changing adventure. And, and I say, when I came back, I was looking for uh, work in the same industry. I worked in the payroll industry. My company changed um, slightly at the time. 
So I, I got transferred to the credit control, got promoted and promoted and promoted. Eventually, I was senior manager of so managing managers, basically, of different uh, teams which were representing different countries. I was working in a recruitment um, IT agency and we were dealing with Belgium and France and Sweden. And I was very, really rewarding as well. Really good pay, really, really good. Um, but then I wasn't very satisfied there. So after three years, I had a real, um, real doubt into what I wanted to do. And I knew that I, that, that wasn't it. It wasn't, it wasn't my space. It wasn't where I was meant to be because I was a people person yeah. and I wanted to feel closer to people. I wanted to make a difference in people's life. So I changed. I, I had to really build this energy inside my body and really use, I know you're familiar and you're, you're working with the law of attraction, aren't you? Yeah, you know? yeah. And so this is very big in my life as well. And I, I manifested so many things in my life. And the law of attraction really came strong for me during that time where I really put myself out there and really imagined what I wanted to do and, and, and asking the universe for help, asking um, the energies around me, my guides, to show me the way. And so I left and I trusted the process. And it was a bit scary, but I just trusted it. And I worked as a massage therapist. So what I did, I trained as a massage therapist while I was working in the corporate industry. Um, and that gave me a lot of um, happiness and joy because I, I was feeling like I was a, a point in my life during this um, work in the recruitment agency. I felt like very depressed and I didn't feel happy at all. I felt I, I worked longer hours. What I did was didn't mean anything to me, but I did a great work. I did a great job, you know, but it wasn't me. It didn't, I wasn't aligned with my purpose. I wasn't aligned with my soul, my spirit. It wasn't me. So when I worked in the massage uh, therapy world, magical world of working directly with people, I felt so rewarded and so happy to be able to make a difference. And I was really good at it. Uh, people were coming back to me. I was very successful as a massage therapist. My business came, like, went up really quickly. And then after that, I just wanted to do something more. I felt like this is not it. I mean, I really enjoy it, but this is not it. And I looked up to so many people, to Marie Forleo, Tony Robbins, Denise DT, Oprah. And you know what? Something started to build up inside. And I was like, I, you know what? I really want to do that. I really want to be a life coach. That's what I want to do. And I knew it. It just, it just make, made sense. And I was just like so sure and so confident that that was the path I wanted to, to go. I wanted to follow that I studied uh, coaching at the renowned coaching school of um, Anthony Robbins online and I learned so much from him and from the people he has co-created the course with uh, Magali and Mark Pesha and Chloe Madenis, um, the family therapist. And so I got like one of the best teaching I could get for my coaching practice. And so now this is what I do. I am a, I am a, a life coach, but I, I, I want to call myself a limitless coach because I really believe in the limitless power that we all have. Yeah. And I really enjoy tapping into that power and embodying that power. And also what I, I love doing and I'm really good at is to get people to embody that power themselves so they can feel unstoppable and and they can feel as well they can achieve anything they want and this is something that is so rewarding for me and I can't each time I work with a person with a client I feel so honored because the heart shows me and I just know how everything is going to unfold I just know that it's going to make such a huge difference in their life because I mean coaching is and you know that it's just, just life-transforming. There's no... It's priceless. I mean, the changes in someone's life is incredible and it changes everything in their life, their relationship, who they are, how they see the world. And it's just such a... It's like the best job ever, I think, you know. Yeah, that's me. Oh, this is absolutely wonderful. Now, anyone that listens to my podcast will know 
that I can feel the energy. And this already, the energy on this interview is just fantastic. And Sabrina, to actually hear how you started off, where you say English wasn't necessarily your first language. You have done more with that than most people I know. I couldn't go to another country and I couldn't share that. So one, you're phenomenal in what you've done there. When we listen to your journey and how you've moved and where you've gone, it is, it's like step by step, law of attraction, the universe has spoken to you and led you down a certain path to get to where you are now. And it's just, it really is brilliant. And I can see now the synchronicities, why we were brought together, why you're on this podcast, so we can share this message with everyone. And it's so, so lovely to see. I'm going to move on to our next question. You might have touched on it at the very sort of where you've given this, um, your career path. But can you name, th- name three things that made you choose your current career and why? Can you repeat the question? Sorry. Yeah. Can you name three things that made your, you choose your current career and why? Of course, yeah. So definitely connection, connection with people. I really believe that we are meant to connect with people. We are meant to learn from each other. We are meant to support each other. And I feel like when you are a child, you have maybe, you know, your parents that could be very supportive, right? It's not always the case, okay? But this is what is meant to happen. You're meant to have your guides with you. And as you grow older, you're losing that in a way. You know, if you if you ha- you could have friends, for example, that have your best intention, but their own limiting beliefs, their own fears might stop you from exploring new avenues, from deepening who you are. So, yeah. having a coach for me is, is so important because you are you have this honest and that is honest feedback, this honest guidance, yeah. this place of truth and integrity they've got nothing to gain but making you sure that you are um on the right path and for me connection does that when you are connected with people um it's really crucial to be truthful and open yourself so you have this true connection and truth right so connection is is number one the the second thing is um is helping people. I love helping people. I love making a difference in people's life. And you know what? It's been something that I have always done. But yet, I've never thought of coaching when I was um, you know, younger. I've never thought of coaching when I was in my, in my 20s. But I've always had this nature of wanting to help, whether it is my mother, my children, uh, my child, my sister, my brother, my, uh, my husband, my friend. I'm always compelled to to support and I really care <laughs> I really care and I, I love um, seeing a difference in people's life I love when people feel supported and feeling they're not alone so I really love that in, in, in coaching that's why that's why I do coaching um, and the third thing with coaching that I really love um, I mean there's so many different things really but I feel like it's the I like to think about the limiting belief because we are all having limiting belief and we don't call them limiting belief and we might not even know what they are. I speak to so many people where limiting belief is a new word and actually once you are putting that on the surface, you realize that, oh gosh, yeah, I do have so many of those beliefs that I thought they were mine, but they're not mine. They are beliefs that were onto me and that have acquired because we are born limitless we are born unstoppable abundant truthful with integrity we are born with dreams and big aspirations but over time as we are children we are accumulating one layer and another and another we are accumulating so many layers of uh, belief and of um, unhelpful assumption that are blocking us that are stopping us from being who we are yeah. and we are all like divine powerful beings that just need a little encouragement sometimes and a little guidance to come out of our shell and realize that 
I can do anything I want. I can really do this, you know? And but sometimes we need that person. And for me, to be that person is very, it's an honor to be that person. So yeah, I hope that's answering your question. But yeah, those, those three components are, are really the driving force behind my coaching work. Definitely. Oh. This is absolutely wonderful. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. That's how strong the energy and connection is today. And it is, it's wonderful. You are so clear on what you do and what you want to offer. And I know the listeners will be taking that in and will be feeling that. And as I normally say, we've got so much information that Sabrina is sharing. Make sure you've got your notepad and pen and take it all down because she, these are pearls of wisdom that she's sharing. It really is. I'm going to move on to the next question because it's growing. I'm just loving what we're hearing currently. What key values does your business offer you? Wow, so many, so many keys, key values. Um, love. This is the, the main, the, the, one of the most important uh, value in my life. Love is so important. And when you are, when you meet one, like a person for the first time, it's very easy to separate ourselves from the other person. It's really easy to feel like that we are judging each other. And it's, it's to do with a lot of unconscious behavior and conscious. We are automatically, our brain is automatically calculating. Can I trust this person? Who, who are they? How are they dressing? And all of that. And for me, is spoiling the love that we have for each other. We all have that love that has been damaged over time. And when we realize that we are just one person, one consciousness, it's very beautiful and it's very important to see that and recognize that we are just one. So the value that coaching brings me uh, is one of the, the most important is love, feeling that love for each other. Even though we don't know each other, is trusting and opening yourself because a lot of clients that I have, it's, it's, it can be very hard for people to open up, right? So yeah. I have to create that space to make sure that they are, they know they're safe and they know they can open up and they know they can be themselves. And you see so many beautiful things when that happens. You see a vulnerability. Yeah. You see um, a fragility. You see a person that's been hurt perhaps yeah. and you see them for who they are, you know, for a, a vulnerable being. They are all strong, you know, that we are building this massive wall and we are, we are putting an act on quite often, right? But inside, it's so beautiful when somebody opens and opens that love and the self-love for themselves as well and you can see through that. So over time, yeah, you're building that connection and you're building love and that's uh, very important for me. The other value that coaching is bringing me, um, I would say, is integrity. I'm very true to my work and I'm very true to what I do, what I believe, and it really shows when I'm working with people. Um, I really think that integrity is, is such an important value that we can carry on as well, like we can carry over our life as well. Having integrity principles, you know, and truth and, and, and truth and be truthful for those principles as well. And the third one um, about coaching that I really love, the, the, the value that I love about coaching, that coaching is bringing me, is um, I, I, I forgot the word. I had a word in my head that came up. Um, and I think it was the word truth because for me, truth is very important as well. Oh, that was honesty. So that's the yeah. same kind of, um, well, not the same, but it does resonate a bit the same. Yeah. So for me, truth, um, I keep on forgetting that word, sorry. <laughs> honesty. So being honest with each other and really telling. So when I'm working with people, I don't sugarcoat things. Yeah. And I think that's got to do with my Frenchness or my... Um, my mom is Tunisian and they talk quite openly, quite frankly, and they're, they're, they're quite loud. And French people, I think, are also a bit loud and, and quite blunt, you know. So I, I, I really take that um, away, but also soften it a bit, not too much of uh, 
too abrupt, but I really love giving my clients the truth and not misleading them. So not agreeing with them if I feel like I should disagree, you know, because some, some people might think certain way, a certain certain things that might not serve them. And by saying, by acknowledging, or by not replying, you, they might take your silence for a confirmation of their wrong belief instead yeah. of, actually, I don't agree with you. I think you've excelled in your life. You've done this and that. And I think this is something that we need to, to look at. I think this is something that you should be really proud of, you know, and not saying, oh, I'm not so good at this area. And I love to reframe that. I love to elevate people and to make them realize that um, the direction they might, they, they, they're going in terms of the way they're speaking about themselves to themselves or they're speaking to other people is not necessarily um, the way they should do it because they are self-sabotaging themselves, that, if that makes sense. So saying the truth and speaking the truth, yeah. So the truth for me is very important. It's a big, important value for me. And this is absolutely wonderful. And it's coming through the passion about what you do your love, your truth, your honesty, your integrity, all coming through in everything that you are sharing Mm. with us. And it's just lovely to see. And this is what you want from a coach as well. I say to the listeners, if you're paying for a coach to help you and they sit there and just agree, what Mm. are you actually paying for? To actually have Sabrina work with you and help you grow and show you the areas that, yes, you can say, well done to me, I've done this, this and this, but I can grow in these areas. This is when I say to you, you take the details down. We always share ways that you can contact our guests in the description to the podcast. You know this thing inside and out. Because I feel sometimes, I don't know if if you've been in a situation before, but I feel sometimes you can have a coach, right? You can be, you could just feel like you're having a conversation that is like a counselling session. And not something that you are making progress. Because yeah. when you are seeing coach, what you want to do is you want to get pushed a bit, aren't you? You want to be yeah. outside of your comfort zone. And you want you don't want a conversation where you're just talking about yourself, right? You want the coach to actually tell you, um, guide you or ask or challenge you as well. Asking you like questions that make you think and yeah. make you question certain, your belief. And I found that sometimes you could see someone who you're just having a conversation and you don't feel like you're making progress. It's more like a counseling session or just chat rather than making progress. What's the next step? Can we agree on something that you can do next week until I see you the next time? And so forth. It's very important, I think. Well, definitely. And I think this is, you have just highlighted the difference between a good coach and a bad coach and quite often people go into coaching because they have problems themselves they don't deal with them and they think they they then start to imprint their problems on the clients that they are working with whereas everything you say the authenticity everything that you're talking about this is what a good coach does and actually shows that so you t- help people to grow. They actually see the areas that they need to either change or work on and to bring that forward. And that's what any good coach will do. And I am just loving this. Everything you are sharing is just absolutely wonderful. So I say thank you. Thank you for that. I'm now going to move. I throw this, I throw this question in. This comes from when I work with my corporate clients. But Sabrina. What keeps you awake at night? You know what? <laughs> I like this question, but um, actually I sleep really well at night. But I do have times where I'm feeling very awake. So it's either before, you know, around the full moon, around my woman um, cycle as well. I could, I could be more creative. But if I, if I am awake at night, which happens like a few times in the, in the month, you know, like, it's because of work or thanks to work, I would say. I get, I get a wave of energy and I get so excited that I can't wait to wake up in the morning. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I need to talk about that tomorrow on my Facebook group. Oh, maybe I can share this. Oh, I've got an idea for a workshop. Maybe I could do that. Oh, maybe, you know, and, and all of a sudden I just get so buzzing with energy and um, 
and I just want to, you know, get up and, and do it, you know. I've always believed in myself, like when I was younger, that I wasn't creative. And when I thought of creativity, I related to painting and sculpture and drawing and, and creating in that sense. Yeah. And I've never really thought about creativity as what comes in my head, you know, like the ideas. Yeah. And I realized that I was so creative. I've got so much energy and so much creativity, so many ideas that come into my head, you know, and uh, it's, it's beautiful. And I feel so abundant when I notice those, those thoughts and those ideas. I feel so grateful. And each time, what I do now, I know we talked about the law of attraction, and I also love, love manifestation. When we have ideas coming up into our mind, it's very important to acknowledge those ideas and to not dismiss them, to actually write them down somewhere. Yeah. So even though there's some silly or there's some crazy, that's, that would be an advice that I would give um, anybody that's watching that. Just write the ideas and have a journal where you can write everything down so you remember those ideas. And one day you will see them and you're like, oh my God, this happened. I've, I've, I've created that idea and I've actually applied an action there. And also what that does, it empties your mind um, from those ideas. So you can actually look at them. And it's something very powerful is the pen onto paper. And what you also do is sending like gratefulness for those ideas. Each time I get an idea, I'm, I'm saying thank you to the universe. I'm saying thank you, thank you for that idea, thank you. I acknowledge and send gratitude as well. Because when we do that, more idea comes, more um, thoughts are coming our way. And if we are rejecting our ideas and rejecting our thoughts, we are closing the abundance channel. We are closing something off and we are playing small. And at the, at the end, when, when that happens, no, no many ideas are coming. We're closing that channel and it's very cluttered. So it's really important to open and acknowledge those ideas, acknowledge those thoughts, writing them down sending gratitude for it and revisiting them or maybe trying to see, is there a way for me to, to go onto the idea and to follow um, this dream perhaps? So yeah, I think it's really important to, to get connected with that. Now with that, first of all, all the people that I know that have a passion about what they're doing, when I ask that question and they say, no, nothing keeps them awake at night. You've answered that, which is showing me just how great you are at what you do. Then the synchronicities, when you say if you're excited about what work you need to do and you can't sleep, that's me all over. If there's something, yeah. I, I will go to sleep and then an idea pops into my head and that's it. I know. Yeah. I know I have to sit up and start working through and almost making a plan. This is what I need to do because that's it. Yeah. It's my guides. It's the universe telling me yeah. this is the downloads yeah. I need to do. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You're communicating with you, definitely. And this is what's so wonderful. And already, I, I can sense how great this connection is. And I'm going to ask you now, Sabrina, the amount you know from Law of Attraction. And just to hear, can I invite you back to talk about Law of Attraction on a completely different interview as well? Because you oh, just. Yeah, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. I love the Law of Attraction brilliant so listeners you've heard make sure you subscribe as i say every time because then as soon as the next podcast comes up and we've all heard sabrina say she will come back and talk to us you will know and you will know firsthand when that episode goes up and you can follow there so thank you thank you you've made my day with that i am loving this interview well, great it was a great um i had a really great time thank you so much for having me again well it is it's brilliant i'm now going to move on and ask now sabrina so that our listeners know and um, sort of ways to work with you and how where and how do you work best so i do my work online so that's very uh very easy nowadays isn't it <laughs> you can just zoom and, and now it's like a verb isn't it i'm zooming yep. tonight or coming here and so I, I serve my clients worldwide and that's a beautiful thing I think about the internet because you can connect with everybody at anywhere anytime and yeah. that's amazing so I've got a website that you can visit as well 
which is mykickasslife.co.uk. And so just pop in and have a look at what I'm offering. Listen to my story as well. Um, I've had um, some tough time that I'm sharing on the story, on my story as well. So you perhaps can relate with that and how I overcome um, depression and anxiety and used my energy and my, my belief and my hope and the law of attraction to overcome that. Um, to, to to get to the place that where I am today, and it's still work in progress. I still I'm still not perfect, and I'm not aiming to be. Um, and yeah, so have a look at my website, and you can contact me there. I'm offering one-to-one coaching um, to come from um, limited to limitless. So that's what I do. So to get you from a place of feeling like you want more of life, feeling like something is missing, feeling like this is not quite it. I'm sure there's more to life. And maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling lost. And maybe there's this passion that you want to pursue. Or maybe you haven't got a passion and you want to find what that is. Maybe it could be self-love or it could be um, confidence. Any areas, you name it, um, I can help you with. And it's very uh, straightforward. So it's all online. Um, also, if you want to have a dose of me, I have a, an amazing group on Facebook called the, Life, the, the Limitless Coach, and we have over 500 members, and you have um, you receive a warm welcome. I post regular, uh, regular live videos and, and juicy contents and tips and insights. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, looking forward to, to hear from you. Oh, this is absolutely wonderful. And as the listeners know, I will share all of these ways that you can connect with Sabrina in the description to the podcast. So you can reach out and connect to her in all these different ways. I'm now going to move on and ask the next question. Now, what tools do you use that makes your work life easier? And as you've just said online, there's probably a few that I can probably guess already. But can you share what tools you use that make your work life easier? Yeah. You know, I feel like the tools are not such tools in terms of material uh, thing, but I use a lot of self-care and self-love to yeah. get the right balance with my my life and my work as well. And, you know, I'm not amazing at it, but this is something that I'm definitely including in, in my life that is needed for, for me to have a better balance and have a better... Um, have time for myself as well I think it's really important to have rest time and sleep so you can feel rejuvenated how do you say that word like you feel (laughs) rejuvenated is it rejuvenated yeah yeah, thank you (laughs) and when you feel like you have your energy back and you can help people with more energy right yeah um I use a lot of uh, journaling and I think that's something very important. I used to resist that. I used to resist the journaling and, and writing down my thoughts, writing down my you know, future self, my vision, what I want for myself, what I want for my business. So putting that on a piece of paper, like on a journal, yeah. is very helpful to get my dreams, um, to make my dreams a reality. Yeah. I also love using a tool called Trello on, on online and it's a free app and it really helps you to get organized and yeah. to put your aspirations, your goals in and to actually break down the tasks and having a better um, organization, feeling more clear, feeling more uh, on, on the ball with your ideas so you don't feel too lost because sometimes what I found is that if somebody has got an idea, you see the bigger picture and you can't, it, it can feel very overwhelming yeah. to think about the bigger picture. And when we break things down, and it is something that we all know to break things down, but yet we're not doing it. We are seeing yeah. this big thing and we're like, how am I going to do it? And we're pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. We are creating resistance. We are procrastinating as well. So I'm using Trello for that. So I can have a, a better um, organization. It's clearer. It doesn't feel to muddle in my in my brain. Um, and I really love using my calendar. I use my calendar for everything. I've got everything on my calendar. It's clean and it's neat. 
I know what I'm doing with my son. I know what I'm doing for work, my appointments with my husband. Like everything is on my calendar. So, and sometimes I see people who are not using a calendar and they're using a paper calendar. But what I found really good is that with the calendar online, you can actually invite other people to be on there as well. So if I've got a meeting with a client, I can perhaps, if they want to, sending them an invite and so we can share the same calendar on our computer. Or sometimes I might want to do something with my husband and I put something on the calendar, I invite him so he knows we both have it so we don't get lost. There's no ambiguity and we know where we're going. Um, So that's very useful, yeah. So different kind of tools, not so much like tools as, yeah, it's just different different things that I'm doing. Oh, I absolutely love that. And Trello, yes, I love that. And the way we're actually getting an insight into the way your mind works. And I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. And as yeah. any audience member that wants to work with you, you're getting clarity. They're seeing yes. exactly what's laid out. And I love the idea of a calendar. And exactly everything you've said, that's what I do. And if there's certain things that I need my family or people in my group to know, they get invited so they know to keep that space clear because that's that's yeah. our space to work on something. Because otherwise you exactly. just get this overwhelm. If you don't know what you're doing, you achieve no, nothing. Yeah, exactly. You don't do anything, I, you don't I, move I forward. Yeah, I do get yeah. overwhelmed sometimes as well. And I'm organized, so I can't imagine not having <laughs> a conversation to be mad. Oh, it is it is. I'm gonna move on and ask you the next question. Now this I don't know, you might have answered this very briefly at the beginning, but this is what I'd love to know. What would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now? I think I would have been better with my money, managing money. So I'm making money now. And I've been making money like since working in the corporate industry as well. But I haven't in the past been really good at managing my money. And I, I would have loved to have the education or to have the guidance um, to understand how important it is for managing our money. You could find somebody who's a millionaire who's poor because they're, yeah. they're, they're not managing that, their, their money properly. They might yeah. spend it, spend it, spend it, and still be stressed by not having enough money because, you know, I mean, it's, it's the same. I, mean, I used to earn so little money before when I was younger, right? And when I earned a bit more, I was I couldn't understand why I was still struggling with money. I was like, well, I was earning less before and I'm earning more. So why am I still struggling? Surely I'm doing something wrong here. And it's the same thing, whatever money you're earning, if you're not good at managing your money, you will always feel um, a sense of scarcity or yeah. a sense that you're poor or that you're not abundant, that you are spending, not looking after money. So money is energy. And with energy, you have to treasure it. You have to look after it. Otherwise, it just goes away and you feel deflated, feel like down and you feel like you can't quite have control over that aspect. And it's such a huge aspect of our life, money. We all need money, right? And the way we manage money is very crucial. So I really feel like if I I knew... What I know now, I would give my younger self, um, yeah, a slap on the wrist, I think. (laughs) And tell her, like, just look after your money, girl, because, like, you really need to treasure it and look after it and honour it. Oh, oh, this this is wonderful. Such, (laughs) such, such wise, wise words. words. This is absolutely brilliant. Now, I'm going to turn the tables ever so slightly. Sabrina, what is your biggest challenge and why? My biggest challenge is, um, I would say stress, yeah, and anxiety. is definitely something that I need to keep in check every single day. I really need to have a look at it and check up with myself because easily, if I'm not present, I can easily come into um, a stress mode or overwhelm yeah. mode. But I know that this is my mind and this is something I can do something about. Whereas before that, I wasn't aware of that. I was a victim. I felt like I was a victim of stress and anxiety. And so I turned it around. So now I know I am in control 
and no one else. And I can regulate that by taking big deep breath, by stopping, by checking with myself on a regular basis, you know, and, and looking at myself better. So this is yeah. something that I definitely know I need to keep in check and review on a on an hourly basis sometimes, you know, I can easily sometimes just do something and get really overwhelmed, especially at the moment where it's school holiday and I've got my five-year-old with me and I have a business to run. It can be very challenging sometimes to find a balance, not getting too overwhelmed, you know, still having a responsibility as a mother to make sure he's having a great time for his school holiday as well. That It's not just about me, but also I need to look after my clients and I need to, um, have ideas and create projects so it's about finding that balance and not getting overwhelmed but definitely the breath and meditation and yoga all, all of that really helps but first I think it's raising awareness and once you raise awareness then you can release and you can acknowledge what's happening and take action mm. oh this is absolutely wonderful I am loving it and we're all learning from what you're sharing. It's so lovely to hear. I mean, yes, so many people that study these things think they know, but you live and breathe everything about mm-hmm. it. And it's so lovely to hear you sharing that. It's mm-hmm. it's given me that passion back and thinking, yes, I know how to do that. Why have I stopped doing it? And it's just lovely oh. listening to you. It really, really is. Now, this this next question, a few of my guests have told me that I it's ego-centred. Now, I didn't think, I did, it didn't even cross my mind that I brought the ego in. But still, I'm going to ask it anyway. Sabrina, how do you want to be remembered? I, I don't think that is like ego-centred, I think, this, this question. I think it's really important because it gives us like value. Yeah. And it gives us direction. And it's not about us really so much. It's about also what are people, we are all teaching each other. We are all learning from each other. My five-year-old son is a great teacher for me. He's yeah. teaching me all the time. He's teaching me how to be patient, how to react. He's teaching me to, 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 to stand up for myself. He's teaching me to be a great businesswoman as an example for him. So I really feel like we're learning from each other and we need to even the worst person that we could meet is a great teacher for us yeah. i really believe that aspect and parts of that person that we don't like that we can take as gifts instead of turning them into we are victims of something or we are yeah. suffering from a person right it's about turning it and taking control over that so how do i want to be remembered i want to be remembered for being ins- inspiring because this is my goal. I want to inspire people and I want to transform people's life. That's what I, I want to do. I want to transform my son's life. I want to transform my life. I want to transform my mother's life, my, my husband's. I want to better myself. So at the same time, because we are all one, it's one, it's one energy, one consciousness, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of the inspiration. I want to change people's life. So the way I would like to be remembered, it's not so much about me. It's about, oh, she inspired me. She changed my life. And I can, I can really live to my full potential now. I live my life. I live my truth, you know. And that, that's really important, I think, to, to, be, um, to have an impact on someone's life. And we all do, to a certain extent, have an impact on everybody's life. But to do it intentionally, with intention, with love and care, that's even more rewarding, I think. Oh, this is wonderful. You are such a special person. I am loving the connection we have got on this. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to move on to this next question. As a child, what did you want to be and how close to that dream are you now? Yeah, I got very far from my uh, what I want to do. Uh, from a child, I wanted to be a veterinary and um, because I just loved animals and I wanted to, lo- to, to care for animals. And that's, that's what I want to do. But, you know, I, f- I feel like the schooling system sometimes, well, I don't want to blame the system, but the school that I was in in France, like the few schools that I've been to, were not very catered, I would say, for 
my dreams or for many people's dreams you know, like a lot of things that I was sharing were brushed under the carpet and I was I, like we had this person in school um, that was helping us um, to choose a direction in life you know and yeah. to choose the path which kind of um, path you want to choose uh, at school right and I've been put I've been discouraged to do that so because I was not good in math or in biology or, you know, and it's, it's a bit sad actually because when someone has a dream, when someone has a, got a passion, you want to explore the reason why and you want to encourage that child to pursue that. You don't want to shut them down. And this is something that I see so much, right, with my clients is that as a young child, you know, they maybe want to be creative. I had somebody that wanted to be a dancer and she was convinced to not be a dancer. That was not a proper job. You know, I had quite a few people like that where they wanted to do something creative and they, they were discouraged to do that. And it's a shame because you really leave that unfulfilled and you leave according to your parents, according to your teacher's uh, yeah. belief. You yeah. leave according to your belief. Yeah. So now I haven't got any regret at all. Um, I'm very happy as I am now and I wouldn't want to be a veterinary now, but I feel like it's something to take away from that though. Yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. I am so, so glad we connected. The connection I'm feeling with you is very, very special. Now I'm gonna this is me indulging one of my favourite things, this question. I absolutely love books. I have thousands of them. So this question is, can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them, please? Hmm. One of them is called, and I'm sure you know it, The Power of Now from yeah. Tolle. Yeah, That's like an amazing book. I, I really believe that um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful book, very like, incredible. incredible. And when I read it, that book, it really changed my life. And I'm not sure how to explain this because it's very deep. But I read this one sentence, um, which was something like, you have to look within. And this sentence alone, when I read it, just like, shifted something in me. Yeah. And I had a mini awakening for maybe a minute or two where I saw something that I couldn't see before. I was going to France at that time on the Eurostar and I was reading this book and I just sat down, like standing up, not knowing what was happening in my body. It was like this energetic shift in my body. Yeah. I was shaking and I cried and um, I just could see differently. And I just, there was no, not a sense of ego and there was not a sense of me. Uh, so I, I, I completely vanished. I could see, but I wasn't here. Yeah. And that book was, would ever be so special. And it's funny because you always try to grab on to that amazing experience that you're like, oh my God, I saw, I saw something. That This is what we're meant to do. This is what we're meant to, to be. We're meant to be awake. So yet we're sleeping. So I was trying to read the book again and trying to read that sentence, <laughs> but it didn't work again. And, and since that day, I just feel like, I want to awake myself. I want to be awakened, you know, and it's not something that you can ask for because it's yeah. always there. It's always present. And it's when we are so present and there's nothing that we can do as a person. It just happens, right? That awakening. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. I can't, I can't describe it because it's something that is just so unbelievable, right? <laughs> so anyway, so that was a big um, influencer in my life, that book amazing book and um yeah incredible yeah, and the second book that really changed my life was a book from Jen Sincero and how to be a badass yeah that's a book and that was a book that talks a lot about manifestation and law of attraction a book about really going for your dreams and not yeah. and stop wasting time basically and that's a how to be your greatest self how to be your true self and that's really the essence of what I believe yeah. and so that was a, an amazing an amazing read and it's a kind of read it's like the bible perhaps like it's to read it again and again I mean I'm not I'm not religious but I'm, I can imagine 
this is a book that you would go back yeah. again and again because so many teaching we forget we are we know them and is they are in our mind but we're not actioning on them so therefore what's the point of knowing something if we're not actioning it so it's very good to actually go back to that book and read so i really advise i really recommend that book to everybody honestly life-changing um, the third book is The Years of Yes from Shonda Rhimes. And I understand that the saying no is very important, creating clear boundaries because of self-love and standing out for ourselves is very important. This one is really about saying yes. But saying yes, obviously, you have your limits. But saying being open to opportunities, being open to what's coming to you. It's very important to acknowledge that, acknowledging everything that is happening to you and to accepting it's happening for you, not to you, but happening mm. for you. And saying yes sometimes, you know, you might feel a bit, you're taking a risk or perhaps you're a bit scared or a bit worried. Always challenge those fears are is this fear true what is this fear doing what is the positive intent behind that fear is it trying to protect me from being hurt is it trying to um, protect me from failing maybe i'm worried about what people are going to think of me or or whatever the belief is right so it's very embracing you know what's coming to you embracing the opportunities that sending gratitude for it and really going for stuff sometimes and going like, oh, sorry, I'm just going to go for it and see yeah. what's going to happen because this is how we grow. We are yeah. human beings and we are meant to grow. We are meant to develop. We are not meant to play small. We are not meant to be and doing the same routine day in, day out and not growing. We need to um, fulfill our human psychologic need for uncertainty as well, for adventure, for trial, for for being like a child as well. You know, when you're a child, you're just not, you're fearless. You're like, I've got an idea, I'm going to do it now. And yes. you just do it because yes. this is the energy behind a child. And over time, we are stopping yourself, right? So this is what I want to say. It's like, say yes to things, you know, like not dangerous things, but things that you think, oh, I would love to do that. Yeah. But maybe, no, I'm going to say no. Just say, just do it. Just it, because where is that going to take you? What learning are you are you going yeah. to learn? What what learning? How far can you push your limits? Because we have we all have those kind of limits, right? But what happens when you are pushing that limit? And what happens when you are pushing that over limit? And so yeah. forth and so forth. You know and you understand who you are. And you really understand that. And I think one of our purpose, or not a purpose, is to understand who we are on this planet. Because most of us don't. Most of us just play too small to understand who we truly are and what we truly want. So this book, yeah, those three books are really amazing. They really changed my life. Oh, this is absolutely fantastic. I am loving this interview. The energy is just wonderful. Just thank you so, so much for sharing oh, all of this. <laughs> from, from this, because you have so much information to share, who would you say are your key influencers and why? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the first person that comes into my head is, you know what, let, let, let's, let's be my husband first. <laughs> <laughs> So my husband, I've been, we've been together since uh, 2003, so 17 years now, and it's amazing. He, I've never met anybody like him before. He wants to better himself all the time. He research, he's seeking, he changes himself all the time. He reads, he's never happy with what he's got. He's always like pushing, pushing, pushing. And he's this great, amazing guy that can play the piano, for example, after a few weeks of, of, of doing it for two hours a day. It's really obsessive and crazy. But I love him. I just love who he is and, and what he does and his passion for life. You know, he doesn't, he's not a kind of guy that would just be, well, he's changed a lot. He used to, um, you know, sit down and watch TV and stuff like that. We haven't got a TV at home. So what he does with his time is he relaxes, he's using relaxation, but he's also working on himself, reading inspiring books, like understanding things in a different way and seeking all the time. And I really admire that quality. 
he's a, he's a great person to hang around. He, he, he's my coach in a way, you know, I've got this, he's, got, he's, he's giving me a lot of energy and his time. So I love him. I can't imagine my life without him. And so I wasn't going to put Tony Robbins first, but I thought, you know what, let's put my husband <laughs> first because he's, after all, the one I'm living with every day. But the second person would be Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins. I'm a big, huge fan of Tony Robbins. He, he's just amazing and incredible. He comes up with just the most amazing lessons and insights and he's got so much passion. I love people with passion. Yeah. I love people um, with great insight that question uh, the existence and that that um, that are not satisfied with playing small and not satisfied with you know doing the same thing that just want to explore who we yeah. are as human beings because it's something that we forget like where the hell are we you know we are on this yeah. beautiful planet and sure like a lot of crappy things are happening on this planet but also let's stop for a second and realize like we are in the middle of the universe we are conscious we are we can be like who we want to be right and we can we have to not forget where the heck we are and how powerful we are and i think you know it's really important to realize that we're not just doing our day-to-day job we have to understand and realize where we are on this beautiful earth and in the universe it's completely bonkers right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy how it works and how it's just I mean I love talking about that I love talking about the universe and talking about the stars and talking about what's out there and yeah. what what other existence are there and what we can see so many things now but what can't we see there are so yeah. many things that we can't actually see right now yeah. I mean life is magic Anyway, I don't want to go off a tangent, but yeah, Tony Robbins is amazing. I love Tony Robbins. Yeah. Oh, this is absolutely absolutely brilliant. I mean, I see, I see two other podcasts from this, just literally from your knowledge and sharing. So, I'm going to have to ask you not just once to come back. I'd love you to be a regular on this podcast because the amount of information that you share. I am just lapping it up. It is a wonderful, wonderful connection we oh, have. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna this this next question is probably the longest question I've written, so I have to take a big deep breath before I say it. But I'm hoping that it brings quite a bit of information with it. If you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would the meal be and who would it be with? Without hesitation, it would be my dad who passed away um when I was twenty-two. And um, I would give anything <clears throat> like to see my dad, definitely. He, he took his own life and I, it's, it's, it's you know, when, once, I think it's when someone passed away like so quickly and you're, you haven't had a chance to ask questions or, yeah. and when someone has taken their own life, you can't ask them questions anymore. You can't ask them why did you do this and, and get and, and trying to I suppose stop it <clears throat> sorry my, my first, stop it from happening so yeah if I had to if I could have a meal with somebody that would be with my dad and we could just like have a long chat and I could just hug him and tell him how special it is and um, he really loves seafood and um, that's that was what he loved eating I don't eat seafood anymore. I'm vegan now. Um, and because for, for health reasons and for animal welfare, this is one of my principles and one of my passion. Um, so I would have to pass and he would, I, I would um, be sitting next to him and he would have his uh, seafood, his prawns and his um, mussels. And I could just have maybe... Um, some vegan sushis <laughs> or something to make it a bit like seafoody with the seaweed. Um, yeah, so that, that, that would be, yeah, that would be what I would do. I wish I could do that. And I do, I do dream about my dad quite, um, quite often. And um, yeah, he comes, he comes in my dream and each time he comes in my dreams, I always send gratitude for it because I always feel like this is a way for us to communicate again and uh, for us to share love 
you know so yeah absolutely wonderful i've i've got tears it, to the audience what you share what you've shared your love your passion that is absolutely wonderful and all my very special guests when i ask these questions it's always family and that shows yeah. the love and the passion that you have and i am just so pleased you've come into my life that you've come into the life of my audience because you have so much to give and you are such a special lady you really oh. really are now i can't believe it. where's the time gone we're down to the last two questions i'm going to ask them together because i think they do fit together but Sabrina, can you share what services or items do you offer to your clients or customers? And do you have any special offers at present? So I do offer a one package, a package that is a six weeks package. And it's um, a six week package. So it's a six sessions and I'm seeing my clients on a weekly basis. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I like to get them to feel supported on a weekly basis. Yeah. And what I do also is to communicate between sessions so they don't feel alone. They feel like even though they're not, you know, communicating back or answering, they just know that I'm here and they remember that they are on this coaching journey with me as well. And so I love doing that. So I've got this one coaching package that is called From Limited to Limitless. And it's six coaching sessions, six weeks, powerful coaching sessions with my clients. And uh, we dive deep and, and we go into the nitty gritty and we go into the, the parts that are not comfortable. But also we reframing and elevating um, each other. And this is like not each other, but elevating my client. But it's a co-creation. Yeah. You know, it's something that we do together. It's a teamwork as well. And where they get with that as well, they get like also a 30 minutes emergency call um, held at short notice. So if they feel like something happened or they really need to chat with me, they can just send me a text and we organize the call so we can get on the call together and they can feel like that support, that love and feeling like they're not alone on that journey because it can really bring up a lot of emotion, doesn't it? Yeah. Like coaching and you know that from what you do. And uh, so having this tight, package is, uh, is is what I'm, I'm offering currently but what I do as well which is not my website is when I work with a client for a, a, a longer time then if they decide to do a session a month for example you know to just have a top up of coaching then I can do that as well that's not something that I show on my website um and so what I do in order for people to book, what I encourage people to do is to not book it straight away, is yeah. to actually book a, a free call with me so we can talk about what they need and how I can help them as well. So we can fit, we can see if we are a good fit because it's also energetic, isn't it? So you could be on a call with somebody and the feeling is not there. And even for me, if I'm not feeling it from somebody, um, then I wouldn't accept this client, I would say perhaps maybe check somebody else or check a bit what I do first on my group, you know, just get a feel for who I am and see how you feel about it. And then maybe we can work together. But if the energy is not there, if it's not like a connection, then yeah. it can be more difficult to get results with clients as well. So I don't always take on everybody. But it's important to get that connection first, have a little chat. It's, it's, relax, it's a relaxing chat. It's not something yeah. like any formal. But we ask, I ask questions about what they, they, who they are, what they want in their life, what they're struggling with. And I can share you know, how I can help them. So that's a yeah. free call, half an hour, and they can just book it up via my website as well. So. Well, this is absolutely wonderful. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest, and I'm so glad you've agreed. Thank you, and I'm so glad you've agreed to come back because there are so I could talk to you all day long. I really could. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, absolutely wonderful. So now, 
to the audience members, yes, I told you, you need your pad and paper to take all this information down. I will be sharing in the description to this podcast how you can reach out and connect with Sabrina. And it just leaves me to say a massive, massive thank you. It has been a privilege and an honour to have you on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, honestly, like it was, uh, it was great to be here as well and to share, you know, what I do as well. It's very important, I think, to share and not keeping things for ourselves, isn't it? So uh, it was a great honour to be here. And, you know, you're amazing as well. I love your questions. I love what you ask. I think it's, it's very important to get to know people in a deeper level. And uh, I really enjoyed, like, being here. It was a great... Uh, I, had a, I had a blast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.